the long-awaited for part three on how to create a monster team. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome podcast. If you've been following over the past week, I've been talking more about management recruiting, training, firing. And this is the last part in a three-part series about recruiting. Yes, recruiting is that beast of a concept. We had to go over three different episodes. I mean, this will probably be close to 50 minutes to an hour total in in terms of recruiting content and knowledge. And uh, this is how I've built like literally quintupled team sizes and and how other successful companies are out there growing their teams. It's not rocket science. It does take a lot of discipline and commitment um, but if you want to grow a big team, this is the third in a three-part series. So I'd suggest go going back and listening to the other three, the other two on how to recruit and train a, a team and grow it. Um, and it does take time. It's not instant. Um, anything that is worth building does take time and sacrifice, but it is permanent. It is evergreen. It does work in whatever environment, industry you are in, if you have the right recipe, right? And that, that recipe is success. That recipe is love and empathy. That recipe is providing leadership opportunities. And you can go over the last two episodes. I'm not going to go over them all right now. Um, but But in summary, if salespeople have a predictable path to success, to getting sales, then they will come. And if they're surrounded by good leaders that care about them and provide them a happy environment where they can learn and feel growth, that doesn't mean they're not going to have to work hard and go through some pain, but that but a, a, a high performing team that is caring for them and they feel valued, they'll come. Okay. But this third part, I want to talk about paid recruiting sources because they're, they're in our, in our network, we only have so many people and they're indeed in ZipRecruiter and all these other, these platforms are good places to find recruits. And I found some amazing people from those platforms, but they're are lots of things you need to sift through as well. (laughs) Uh, It's like finding a needle on a haystack. But if you can automate the search through that haystack, then why not find the needles? Why not find the gold nuggets, right? It's just, if you, the, the problem with these big like recruiting platforms is if you use them manually, then you're gonna like waste a bunch of time energy and you're gonna be like, this this platform sucks. It's like, yeah, it does suck if you use it wrong. Um, they're meant to be automated. It's meant to be used in an automated way. Um, one thing I haven't talked about is like LinkedIn and social media recruiting that much. Um, that comes back to word of mouth recruiting from the second episode. Um, there are ways to automate your searches on Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm not gonna talk about that. Um, I'm more than happy if you wanna have a conversation to I can teach you how to do that. Please reach out to me individually, Cody Teal. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, But yeah, let's talk about the big recruiting platforms and how to use those to help grow your team. Indeed, your ZipRecruiter, whatever, all right? So really simple, Indeed, ZipRecruiter, those are the big ones. Um, I'm sure Monster, there's other ones out there. What they are are job search recruiting platforms where anybody can post a job ad and people can come look for them 
and reply and start the process, all right? So the, the advantages of this is there's a huge pool of candidates and you'll get people that you never would have otherwise reached, found out about you um, because you just have an ad. And honestly, companies should always have ads up there just so, because that's where people look, you know, and they might find you some other way. But if you're on these bigger, these platforms, then at least people will see that you're hiring. So um, a quick just a quick review on some platforms. I really hate ZipRecruiter. I've used it a few times. They, they require a ton of money and I just can't get good recruits from ZipRecruiter or Craigslist um, or Facebook. <laughs> Those three platforms are, for me, have struggled, I've struggled getting good quality candidates. Um, but indeed, I get good candidates from um, better, than, better than the other platforms. So that's, that's my one pitch on if you're looking at a platform to use is I would, my suggestion is, is, double down on indeed that's that's the best on all of them all right so the first thing you have to do really simple is ha- have a very good creative ad right um if your if your ad looks like everybody else's ad for a job they will pro- you your company will not stick out and uh you'll get normal mundane people so you need to have an ad that speaks to people like think about it think about who your ideal recruit is and speak to that person right so so one thing I always like, I always do a call out because Indeed has like a title and then it has like call out. So it, like most people put like sales position, sales analyst position. And, and guess what? Everybody else puts sales analyst, consultant, sales rep position. So I'll do something like, I'll, I'll specifically say what my, my, the position is like solar sales rep and I'll put dash great culture or dash great pay or something like some benefit that's going to like stick out. So when they're scrolling through the thing, They'll see like, oh, they're okay. I'm gonna search sales positions. So as they search sales positions, and they're scrolling through, they'll see like great culture. Like, oh, I want to work for somewhere with great culture or great pay, and they'll click on your ad. That's how you're gonna get a good conversion rate, right? Because you're you're competing for eyeballs. It's not like you put your ad up there, and when someone opens the ad thing up, you're the only company there. There's like dozens, if not hundreds, of companies, and so yeah, you can pay for your ad to be sponsored to show up at the top result. But even then, there's still like 20 results on the page. So you have to differentiate. Differ- I can't even say that right now. So, um, But you have to be special. <laughs> you have to be unique. And that comes from the job title and the first words they see. So I'll put something like sales rep or, sales, or solar sales analyst or you know electricity consultant. I don't know. Dash great culture. And that'll, that'll pop out. you know, And uh, then... The next thing I say is a very a strong call, a strong like call to action, like come join our amazing team, um, come see what it, come see what it feels like to be a part of a high performing, high earning team, and because that little description is what it's like in the grade lines be- below, they're going to read that as well, and that's what's going to get them to click and take action, and that's what you want, right? And then your ad, you need to not just be duties, responsibilities, who we're looking for. Every right, everybody writes that dumb ad. Right, and then it's not going to stick out. And if it's not going to, and high performers are going to be like, "Oh, this company's like everybody else." You know, you need, you still need to provide the relevant information, but tell your company's story. Speak to the individual. I'm not going to go over specifics here, but like, I hope you are reading between the lines right now, and understanding like, if you look like every other company, everybody's going to treat you like every other company, and you're going to find reps like every other company does. Okay, if you're different and unique, and speak to that person, you're going to get better recruits. All right. And I hope this is valuable to you because I, I see so many people on Indeed out there that are just crappy recruiters and it's just sad. Um, if you just, it's so easy to differentiate yourself by a few little tweaks and it, it makes a world of difference in the quality of recruits you get.
All right. Second, in the ad. Okay. Well, actually, let me preface this. So a lot of people get a bunch of applications when you do for Indeed. Guess what? In a lot of places, when people apply for unemployment, they have to show they're applying to jobs. And so they're literally just go on Indeed and click apply, apply, apply. And then you'll like respond to these people and they'll be like, look, I got an interview scheduled. And then they get they get their unemployment check. So I, I would say probably 20, 30% of Indeed is people like just abusing that system. And you will get a ton of people that apply to the job that literally do not care about the job. Um, and so do not like... My word of warning is never, unless someone is like a stellar candidate, you can see in the resume, never personally reach out to anybody on Deed because you're just going to waste your time. You can have an automated system set up so that like the instant they apply, they get a reply back about an interview time or group, whatever. Like, so let's like, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. Let's summarize. So first, if you want to use Indeed or if you want to use other platforms, use other platforms, then second, you need to have a killer ad. You have a killer recruiting ad that really speaks to people. Number three, within that ad, or this is number three, you have to understand within that within the ad, people are just going to randomly apply. So you need to filter through people that are committed and actually reading the job ad, not just people that are clicking apply and, and have a hope and a prayer. You want to get people that are really actually want that job. And so what I do at the very bottom, I say, in addition to submitting your resume, submit a short two to three sentence cover letter on why you're a good fit for this job, right? If someone can't take the time to write two to three sentences on why they think they want the job, then they're not actually that committed to to applying for the job. They're just randomly hoping someone's going to get it. Someone's going to attract them. If they're not committed to writing a two to three sentence paper on why they're a good fit for the job, they're probably not worth your time. If they're not, if they're not going to invest two to three sentences on asking for a job, they're not worth your time. And now I'm not saying you shouldn't reach out to every all the other people automatically. You should have an automated response go out. But when you get that resume and it hits your inbox, you will see that cover letter. And if it's there, you know that person read the job ad. They're actually interested in the job and they're probably more qualified than the others because they, they have attention to detail. Only about 10 to 20% of Indeed ads that I write or that I that Indeed applications that I get actually fill that out. And the ones that do are always way better recruits. Always better recruits. All right? So that that's that's a little trick I learned, like just developed myself. And that's like made a world of difference of finding good recruits. Okay? So that's, those are the, that's, the, that's the Indeed part. Okay? So what's the back end part? I've talked about automation. You need to have a system set up where they're like, when someone, as long as someone's not like, like an awful resume, some resumes you just got to throw out, but have, have an admin or someone assigned. All they do is literally, it's just an autoresponder. A resume comes in, response, go, email goes out and says, Hey, thanks for applying. We, we, we appreciate you looking at it. Um, we'd like to invite you to our group interview we, or our group information se- session and then individual interviews, right? You just say, hey, we're going to come tell you about the job. It's in a group setting. And then we're going to, the, the quality candidates, we're going to interview after they show up. So if you want this job, you got to show up and you just give them a time or, or two times, like Thursday night at six and Thursday night at seven. You show up to one of those two meetings. We're going to tell you about the job, see if you're qualified. And then for those that are interested, we're going to have a personal interview and we'll hire you on spot. That's it. And then, because here's the thing, guys. Again, this comes back to, 
your time and your time is so valuable. You've got to respect it. You can't let people abuse it. And what's going to happen. And, and this is, this is corporate America, right? It doesn't matter. I don't care what I've interviewed for. Like I've had people come and interview for dozens of different jobs, sales, operations, like whatever marketing HR It is the craziest thing that probably thir- at least 30%, no matter the job of people will ghost the interview. Okay. You can be like, I was hiring pest control people in Hawaii and like guys, not salespeople, just people that would like drive a truck and like at least 30% wouldn't even show up to the interview. Like we'd have a conversation before that and they wouldn't even show up to the interview and we'd never hear from them again. So just understand that's going to happen. So don't like, don't schedule your whole day around these interviews, like individual interviews with people, whether it's phone call interviews or like in-person interviews. Cause guess what? They're going to ghost you. And then you like spent like 30 minutes of your time in your calendar for someone that wasn't even planning on showing up. It's a waste of time. So do a group interview and then have 20 people plan to show up and probably like eight will show up. That's just how these things work. Uh, I've done them all over the country. I've done them on all different spectrums. A group interview is always better for nowadays for companies to not waste their time because at least some people will show up. You can give the information out. The people that are interested are going to stay. The people that aren't, they're going to leave. And that's just a way better system. Okay. So if, if you're using Indeed or if, or if you're not, just make sure you have a group time, maybe once a month, twice a month, have a group interview schedule set up. The interested people are going to make time in their schedule to show up. The ones that aren't are not going to show up. Do not waste your time on personal interviews unless it's like a real rock star that you really want to recruit. Okay, this has proven success in that field. Other than that, they show up to a group interview. If they want the job that bad enough, they'll show up. They'll find a way. If they don't, guess what? When they're in the job, they're not going to find a way to be successful. You don't want those people. <laughs> it's okay to say no. You have to respect your time. All right? So that, that's that's a basic framework on how to be successful with those massive like recruiting, recruiting platforms. Right? Go back through and listen to that. Um, th- this is going to end the recruiting phase of this podcast. Now like, there's other ways that I haven't told about here, right? There's other ways to be very, very effective in recruiting. Um, these are just the very, very basic fundamentals. And it's surprising how many companies actually don't even do these basic fundamentals. But if you do those, they're going to make a massive difference in your recruiting. But like, again, like, I think I want to end on this. Most, most, this is the most important thing. If you yourself are being successful and you have a proven process that gets you results, and you tell their people about that, they will naturally come work for you. If, if you don't, and you're inconsistent, you're all over the place, there's not a consistent process, you'll struggle in recruiting, okay? So you take ownership of what you can take ownership for, like be consistent results, be a good person, and you will naturally attract others to want to come work for you, all right? So again, if, if you enjoyed this last series, if this brought benefit to you, please subscribe, please share it, um, also if you're like, this could be valuable to our company, again, more than happy to jump on a phone call with you to see if there's a good fit on what we can do to grow your company, what I can do to help you grow your company in 2020. Have a good one. And we'll ta- talk to you later.